Greetings in Jesus' name. How many is having a good time already? Wonderful presence of the Lord in this place. Amen. What, a, what an honor to be here tonight. And uh, I think that, well, it's been several years since I was privileged to be here on just a church service and not some special service. And so I, I'm, uh, there ain't nobody here but us. There's nobody here but us. And so we are going to have a good time tonight. It's just so good to be here. I love Brother and Sister Vasquez and, and the girls so much and give honor to them, this great church. And uh, Brother Smith, it's a pri uh, privilege and pleasure to meet you tonight and your cohort there. Is, I've known him since Spot was a pup. And I love Brother Chuck Brown. Sister, Sister Vasquez, dad and mom are here all the way from Yankee country and uh, I love them and, and I count them friends from a long time ago from camp meetings and it's so good to see them and uh, wow what about brother Mike Wilson and sister Joyce Wilson wow are they awesome wonderful people I'm just glad to be here, and I know you're standing, but I'll be standing longer, probably, maybe. But uh, I've had a great last two days, a wonderful meal at Pastor V's house last night. Sister Vasquez just outdid herself, and then today, just a good, good time of fellowship, and uh, I even got a little bit of rest today. So I'm very, very blessed uh, to be here. I want to read one, one verse of Scripture tonight. If you uh, would turn with me to the book of Isaiah and the 21st chapter and the 5th verse. Isaiah chapter 21 and verse 5. And uh, I trust that uh, the Lord will help me tonight and you will help me. The Bible says, prepare the table. Watch in the watchtower. Eat, drink, arise, you princess, and anoint the shield. And anoint the shield. And from that last line, I want to preach that subject tonight, if the Lord will help me. Anoint the shield. Anoint the shield. Let's give God some praise, can we? Let's give God some praise. I don't think we ought to clap ever without shouting. Clap and shout. Hallelujah. Oh, we praise you, Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. We worship you, my Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. God bless you tonight. Shields. Shields, if I can just get right into the word of the Lord. Shields were instruments of defense prepared to ward off the spears and arrows of an enemy in the battle. They were usually made of a rim of brass or wood and over this was drawn a covering 
of the skin of an ox or other animal, sort of like a bass drum or a drum of sorts. Occasionally, the hide of a rhinoceros or an elephant or even a hippo, if you please, was used for making shields. It is said that it was necessary on these shields that occasionally you take oil and rub it over them to keep those shields from becoming hard, brittle, and cracking. Are you there? Because if they became rigid, an arrow or a sword could easily break through it. But if those shields of skin were anointed with oil, then it would repel an arrow or repel a sword. They used, used to anoint their shields with oil to preserve them and to polish them. Help me, somebody. And it would make them slippery so that the enemy's darts could not penetrate or fix but would just slide off of them. It was done again to keep them from getting hard. Anointing the shield says, make ready for defense. Get ready for defense. Hallelujah. It's easy for me and you to understand tonight that the shield could never be neglected. It required constant and continual attention and care on the battlefield was not the time to realize that the shield needed anointing. It was not the time. There would be no time to oil the shield or anoint the shield when the enemy's darts were flying, when the arrows of the enemy archers were being launched. The shield must have the anointing. There is an interesting passage of Scripture that I want to deal with a few minutes tonight found in 2 Samuel, in the first chapter, the account is given of the battle of Israel against the Philistines. This would be the battle, ladies and gentlemen, in which King Saul and his sons, including David's friend, Jonathan, would be slain. When David received the news of the battle and of the death of Saul and of Jonathan, the scripture said they mourned and wept and fasted until even for Saul and for Jonathan his son and for the people of the Lord for the house of Israel because they were fallen by the sword. Verse 17 said, And David lamented with this lamentation over Saul and over Jonathan his son. Now watch me. The word lament means to strike a musical note or to chant or wail as at a funeral. So it was a sad day. It was a lamentation, a song of mourning that David begins to make. And he makes a statement in that song three times. In verse number 19 of 2 Samuel 1, the Bible said the beauty of Israel is slain upon the high places. 
How are the mighty fallen? And in that text, if you will notice on the screen, it's an exclamation mark. But I think for us tonight, the readers, instead of an exclamation mark, it should have been a question mark. How are the mighty fallen? Exactly what was the cause of men of that might and of that stature to fall on a battlefield? What caused the mighty to fall? Hallelujah. Saul was anointed by Samuel to be the first king in Israel. His transformation was nothing less than miraculous. Let, let me preach a few minutes. First Samuel 10, beginning at verse 6, said, And the Spirit of the Lord will come upon thee, and thou shalt prophesy with them, and shalt be turned into another man. That's concerning Saul. Verse 9 and 10 said, And it was so that when he had turned his back to go from Samuel, God gave him another heart, and all those signs came to pass that day. And when they came thither to the hill, behold, a company of prophets met him, and the Spirit of God came upon him, and he prophesied among the prophets. Amen. Are, are, y'all, are you hearing me? I want to tell you, amen, that that's a whole lot like when we got the Holy Ghost. Amen. Aren't you glad the Lord gave you another heart and made you another man? <laughs> Turned you into somebody new. Hallelujah. It was the anointing which was upon Saul that kept David from avenging himself upon him when he was determined to destroy David. Amen. David said to Abishai, he said, Destroy him not, for who can stretch forth his hand against the Lord's anointed and be guiltless? The anointing was Saul's covering. It was his protection. But I present to you tonight that something happened with Saul. Now, we understand the things Saul did in disobedience to God and and the instructions that the man of God had given him. But what led us to that point? What would cause the mighty man to fall? I want to read 2 Samuel 1, verse 21. It said, Ye mountains of Gilboa, let there be no dew, neither let there be rain upon you, nor fields of offerings. For there the shield of the mighty is vilely cast away. The shield of Saul, as though he had not been anointed with oil. Now watch me. In the ESV, 2 Samuel 1.21 gives you a little clear understanding. It said, You mountains of Gilboa, let there be no dew or rain upon you, nor fields of offerings. For there the shield of the mighty was defiled, the shield of Saul not anointed with oil. The thing that I'm presenting to you tonight, ladies and gentlemen, is that how the mighty fell in the battle was because he neglected to anoint his shield. He had neglected the piece of armor that would protect him from the fiery darts of the wicked. It seems to me that Saul thought that my initial anointing is enough. I got anointed one time way back yonder, and so that's that's good enough. Amen. And he forgot to keep fresh oil and a fresh anointing upon his shield. The apostle Paul calls it the shield of faith. At some point in those years that Saul was king, he lost his faith 
in God. He lost his trust in the direction of God. He lost his confidence in the God of Israel. And he began to trust in himself. He trusted in the might of his own kingdom. Saul trusted in the Israel of God more than the God of Israel. The Bible said in 1 Chronicles chapter 13 and verse 3, the Bible said, let us bring again the ark of our God to us, for we inquired not at it all the days of Saul. Amen. Saul forgot that if you don't anoint the shield, if you don't keep fresh oil in your life, you will not be able to stand in the day of the battle. Oh, hallelujah. He neglected to anoint the shield, that thing that would protect him, that thing that would keep him when the fiery darts of the wicked begin to fly, when the arrow that flies at night, amen, when it was launched off of the wall, if he'd have put oil on his shield, he would have stood, he would have been able to defend himself. But he didn't come to church Wednesday night, so he didn't get no oil. I think somebody came to church tonight to get some fresh oil on the shield. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. 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 He didn't anoint the shield. The scripture said, how are the mighty fallen, verse 25, in the midst of the battle. Old Jonathan, he said, thou wast slain in thine high places. On two occasions, David mentions high places in that song, in that lamentation. And as far as physically speaking, amen, Saul and Jonathan died on top of Mount Gilboa. They were slain on a, on a mountaintop. Amen. I want to tell you that it's more to that. They were perishing long before the battle. They died in high places. High places caused their death. Most people don't backslide, amen, in times of trouble. Israel never backslid when they was in a bind. They never backslid when things were tough. You know when they backslid? They always backslid when they were blessed. They always went back on God when they were in their high places, when they were in their good times. That's when they neglected God. But God would have to bring lean times so they would repent and turn back to the Lord. Amen. I don't know where you are here tonight, but I want you to know that you need oil and you need anointing in your life. We are facing some terrible times. And it's time to anoint. It's time to anoint the shield. The shield was not anointed. And when the day of battle came, they had no defense. It's time in 2021, amen, to anoint the shield. And faith in God is the only thing that will stand. 
we have, I appreciate what you said. I, I stole that message, by the way. I'm going to preach that. I want you to, uh, amen, you never give good messages away in an apostolic setting. Amen. I'm telling you that we are in trouble times and we are in perilous times. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, it's an evil hour. Everywhere we turn, there are things that are threatening our safety, our security, our health, our freedom, everything. The way we worship, the way we go to church, the way we praise God. If there ever was a day that the apostolic church, the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, ought to worship God, we ought to worship God while we can worship God. We ought to raise our hands and shout every time we come to the house of God. It doesn't make any difference if it's Wednesday night or Sunday night. Somebody ought to talk in tongues. Somebody ought to run the aisle. And somebody ought to dance in the Holy Ghost. Because we've got to have oil on the shield if we're going to stand in this time. Oh, hallelujah. Faith in God. We don't have faith in the economy. We don't have faith, as already been said. We don't have faith in, in government. We don't have faith in a lot of things. But our faith stands tonight in our God. Our faith stands firm and sure. And no matter what flies or comes against us, we know that we will be okay if we will anoint the shield. Don't let anybody ever tell you that you don't need a fresh touch of God. Don't ever get to the point where you're satisfied satisfied well, a friend of mine told me one time he said I, I, I look forward to the day that you will sit in a chair and teach us just teach just sit in a chair and teach I said let me tell you what brother if I'm in a wheelchair I'm going to have somebody hired to run me around the building and pop wheelies cause I cannot be silent or still. I'm fighting a battle. I got a real devil that's after me. I've got some real, come on somebody. I need oil. I need fresh oil. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Back, back at home, I never, I was too young a boy to get in on it, but it's, I pastored several men that were a little older than me that were privileged to go down to a little old shack in the woods not far from my house. And in that little old shack on Sunday afternoons, they would have a prayer meeting, the men would, from that in the community there. And the old gentleman that owned it had him, have y'all ever seen one of them squirt oil cans, you know, that's got the little flexy spout on it, and you, you push that trigger and squirt that oil out. And, he, and they would laugh, they said he had him one of them in that old shack. And when they'd get to praying and he'd get to feeling good, he'd get that old squirt all about all can. And them guys said, man, we'd have all dripping all over us. He'd just spraying everybody in the building. He'd just oiling us down. You know, God have mercy. You know what he was doing? He said, these guys has got to oil the shield. They've got to have a little fresh anointing. they got to get a hold of something that's going to keep them next week. There's a real fight going on. There's a real battle going on. There's a war against my soul. We got to have fresh oil. Oh, God. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Faith. Faith anoints the shield. And faith comes by hearing. Come on, I'm like a pan of biscuits. I'm almost done. Faith cometh by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Not not just not just the word. Reading the word is good. You better read it every day. But I want to tell you, reading the word is not what brings faith. That ain't what my Bible said. My Bible said preaching. Amen. Preaching. Amen. Preaching the word creates faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And how can they hear without a preacher? And how can he preach except he be sent? More than we need to hear the voice of a politician. More than we need to hear the ranting and raving of the, of the media. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to hear the strong, clear voice of a man of God that's telling us you can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth you. You're not going back to this world. You can be saved. You can see the Lord. You can make it to glory. You can be victorious. And the more that is preached, the more oil is on your shield. Oh, give the Lord a clap offering. Come on, clap to him and shout to him. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You feel what's happening in this building tonight? Do you feel what's happening in this building tonight? It's not because you're here. It's not because I'm here. It's because the living word of God has power. The word of God has power. It's short. Oh, hallelujah. The word of God has creative power. The word of God the first encounter we have in the Bible with the word of God was in creation and God said I'm going to tell you that the word of God still has power to create worlds through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. The word of God creates faith in us and we begin to hear it and we begin to believe it. You can't get it until you hear it. You can't grasp it till you hear it. You can hear it preach. Come on, somebody. Hey. The word of God. The word of God creates faith. The word of God causes us to believe the word of God because it's not just idle words. They can get up here and talk about any kind of book or anything that's written, any literary art or work and just expound on it and talk about it. It's not going to do anything. But ain't it amazing how that the simple word of God will cause you to get up on your feet and throw your hands in the air and worship God and praise God. There ain't anything in the world that can do that except the word of God. Hallelujah. We begin to preach and we preach healing and we talk about by his stripes 
that we were healed. And when we begin to preach that, there's something that comes with those words and it ignites something in us and people begin to believe God and something begins to happen because of the power of the word of God. I'm gonna tell you what's happening. I come here tonight. I'm here preaching to everybody that's listening that I come here to help you anoint your shield. I come here. I don't know what in the world you're gonna face when you leave this building, but I'm gonna tell you what we're gonna do. The word of God is igniting faith in our hearts and through faith, you're gonna believe and something's gonna happen in your life. Man, here recently in our church, just a few months ago, I lose track of time. I get in trouble for that. Amen. But I lose, I lose track of time. Nonetheless, a young lady in our church was diagnosed with, with they, well, it wasn't a diagnosis, they found it. And she had a large mass in one breast and it went into her chest cavity and then another one on the other side. And the doctor said, we're going to biopsy this to get a plan of action. He said, I'm sure that the tumor that's deep into your chest is cancerous. I don't know about the rest. And so they lined her up to go to have the biopsies. Her mom and dad, she's a married lady, but her parents took her down to the doctor to get this procedure done. And uh, they wouldn't let her dad go in. They made just one go in, you know. And so the mother went in, and they went with the, into the back, and uh, they had a technician that came in, and they did an, a scan of her before they were going to do this procedure. And the little tech looked at the scan and said, she said, huh. I'm not doing something right. There's something I'm doing wrong with this procedure here. So what had happened was, this was on a Monday or a Tuesday. We had had church Sunday night. And while we was having church on Sunday night, I went back in the, in the aisles of preaching. I'm trying to be good tonight. But I was all back in the aisles of preaching. And I was preaching, got over where that, that couple was at and that family was at. And I got to just agreeing with people. I just got, because there's power in agreement. I can't get no help in here. I'm still in the word. Hallelujah. If two, any two of you shall agree, shall agree as touching anything that they shall ask. I got to preaching back there and I grabbed her mama by the hand and I said, you, you gonna agree with me that God's fixing to heal your girl? She said, oh yeah, I agree with you. I grabbed her husband. I said, you gonna agree with me that God's about to heal your, your wife? He said, oh yeah, I agree with you. And, and all of a sudden, a little old thing come to me from when I was a boy in first grade. We had a little old book when they taught us how to read and it said, see, spot see spot run see spot run and every time you go get a, some kind of scan or something and, and there's something wrong ain't it amazing how that they say well we found a spot we found they found what I was reading about in elementary school found old spot and I got to thinking about that and, and it hit me and I said see spot run See, spot, I'm telling you, I did it. 
I said, whatever that spot is, whatever that, see spot run. See spot run. See that. I said, I said, Sister Monica, you need to run the aisle right now. So she come out of there and ran the aisles and other people running the aisles. And when she got down there and that tech took that first picture, oh, there's something wrong. I got to go get somebody to help me. Went and got the second tech. Second tech come in and said, this is a new machine. We're not doing something right. So they went and got the third tech. Third tech come in and said, we just don't know how to do it. Let's get the doctor. Brought the doctor in. Long story short, the doctor said, put your clothes back on. Well, you're not going to have anything because there's nothing there. There's nothing to bops. Old Spot had to go. Oh, hallelujah. I'm telling you what I'm doing right now. I'm anointing somebody's shield. Somebody can get a miracle in this place right now. Somebody can get healing in this place. There's power in the word of God. There's power. Come on, the oil of anointing to cause you to believe God can do anything. Come on, praise him. I'm telling you, God can do anything. Hey. Oh, hallelujah. Where's them? Where's, where are those two little girls, young ladies? I might get in trouble. They got baptized August 26th or whatever it was. That was you. And where's that other one? She coming in the aisle. Hallelujah. How are you, sis? There. Lord, have mercy, you ain't far from Social Security. Hallelujah. <laughs> Are you a worshiper? Are you a worshiper? You come, is you, come on, help me here. Do that. You got the Holy Ghost? Have you received the Holy Ghost already? Oh, that is so awesome. I want to tell you, I don't know what night you got the Holy Ghost. I don't know what night you spoke in tongues. But that's been the other night. Tonight's another night. And the shield's got to have oil. Come on. Come on, young people. Come on, young people. Come on, young man. You got to shout. We got to dance. We got to have something fresh tonight. We can't live off of last year's blessing. We can't live off of last week's talking in tongues. We got to talk in tongues tonight. We got to run tonight. We got to praise tonight. We got to get victory tonight. I don't know what we're going to fight, but we're going to win. I'm preaching to somebody that we're more. Come on, we're more than conquerors. I'm not looking at a bunch of defeated people. I'm preaching somebody out of hell right now. I'm preaching somebody into victory right now. I'm all in somebody's shield right now. We're more than conquerors through him that loved us. You're not about to backslide. You're about to have revival in your home. You're not about to quit the church. God's fixing to give your family. God's going to let your husband get the Holy Ghost. God's going to let your wife get the Holy Ghost. God's going to let your children get the Holy Ghost. It's the hour to anoint the shield. Come on, clap and praise him. Come on, 
Come on, somebody, obey God right now. Come on, somebody, yield to the Holy Ghost right now. There's oil here. There's fresh anointing in this place. There's victory for you right now. There's deliverance for you right now. The Holy Ghost is for you right now. Baptism in Jesus' name is for you right now. Somebody ought to shout to God with a voice of triumph. You ought to shout to him. Not a, not a shout of defeat. Oh, oh yeah. Come on, we're not shouting because we're losing. We're shouting because we're winning. We're shouting because God's given us victory. We're shouting because we're about to walk on some stuff. The devil said it's over your head. The devil said it's bigger than you. The devil said there ain't no answer. The devil said there ain't no way out. But you come to church and heard the word. And the word said, he's going to open the door. He said, I have set before thee an open door. And he said, no man can shut it. Somebody needs to hear what I just said. He has set before you an open door. And no man can shut it. Shut it. God's got a door that's opening in the spirit. God's got an answer. Come on, you ought to put your hand on your neighbor and begin to pray. There's a powerful explosion of the spirit of God in this place. There's a great anointing. somebody power healing deliverance victory oh God come on keep believing Come on, somebody just got a hold of some faith in this place right now. Hey, hey, hallelujah. Hey, hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Somebody's got a giant coming down tonight. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you didn't expect deliverance tonight. But tonight just happens to be the night that God chose to give you victory. There's a giant of a thing. A giant of a thing that's been standing in your way. But I'm telling you, whoever you might be, that giant's coming down tonight. The giant's coming down. The giant, come on, the giant's coming down. The Spirit of God. Has upon you right now. There's an anointing of faith. If you'll believe him. Hey, 
Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Come on. Come on, praise him, somebody. Come on, obey the Holy Ghost for a few minutes. Come on, be healed in the name of the Lord. Come on, be set free in the name of the Lord. I want you to know that addictions will break in this place right now. In the name of the Lord. Amen. The Lord God is not going to break chains because if a chain breaks, it's still got pieces hanging on you. What the Lord wants to do is take the chains off of you. Come on, take the chains off of you. If you've got some addiction or something that's bothering you, some old things trying to haunt you again, you need to throw your hands in the air and give them a good, come on, give it a good shaking. You've got to shake your hands. The chains are going to fall off. Come on, get your praise back. Get your victory back. Get your shout back. Get your dance back. Get your joy back. This is the hour to anoint your shield. Oh, hallelujah. While, while Saul, while Saul wasn't anointing his shield, David had another plan. And if you'll study the word of God, David hung shields up in the house of the Lord so that the next generation, when they got in a battle, the Bible tells us on one occasion that they went and got the shields that David had put in the house of the Lord. I believe that all around this house are shields that men of God and saints of old have hung up in the house of the Lord. And those old weapons still work. And those old shields are still here. Amen. <laughs> oh Lord, have mercy. I, I, I want some of you, I want some of you exuberant young men real quick like. I want you to run at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. It's about twelve windows. I want twelve guys to go stand, one at each window, and look at it. Just stand and look. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Amen. Some of you, some of you lady folks might want to do it instead. I don't care. Get, get to the windows quick. Get to the window quick. That ain't, tonight it ain't a window. Tonight it ain't a window. I got to get through preaching. I, I done got out of way out there. Hallelujah. I got an extra one right there. I got another one right there. Come on, hurry somebody. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Hallelujah. Men, women, ladies and boys. Praise God. One more, one more. Ha yeah, go ahead, brother, right there. Get that window. Thank you, God. Now I want you to turn and look at it. It ain't a window right now. It's a trophy case. 
Turn and look at your trophy case. Hanging up in that trophy case is a shield. There's somebody fought off the fiery darts of the wicked and they're hanging up in the house of God. That's why it's important that if it's Wednesday night, you go to church. If it's Sunday morning, you go to church. If it's Sunday night, you go to church. If it's revival time, you go to church. If it's prayer meeting, you go to church. If it's youth service, you go to church. If it's conference, you go to church. If it's camp meeting, you go to church. If it's general conference, you go to church. If they're having a gathering, you go to church. Because hanging up in the church is some shields. I want you fellas to reach right there in front of you and grab that shield, spin around and hold it up high toward the Lord with your right hand. Come on, hold that shield up high. Amen. And say, get behind me, Satan. Come on, get behind me, Satan. You're not going to win this time. You're not going to win. Come on. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm triumphant right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, take somebody's hand and lift it up in victory. And let's worship together. Come on, let's worship together in the house of the Lord.
Let's give the Lord praise tonight. Amen. Why don't you shout? Why don't you worship the Lord right now? Oh, hallelujah. Amen. One more time before we go. The Bible says anoint your shield. Amen. That means you got to do it. You can't stand there with your hands in your pockets, scowling and staring around and call that worship because that's not worship. Am I all right? If you're going to do it, you got to do it. Amen. So why don't we do it right now? One more time before we go. Can we worship God? Amen. Maybe you hadn't done it all night long, but now ought to be your moment. You can sit in your problem or you can praise your way out of it. You can sit in your depression or you can worship your way out of it. You can sit in your trial or you can praise your way out of it. You got to anoint the shield tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Brother Poole, for preaching. Give Brother Poole a great hand clap. Amen. Isn't it exciting? They're baptizing one right now in Jesus' name. Isn't that awesome? Hallelujah. Amen. Remember Sunday morning, Sunday night, Difference Makers at 845, church at 10, be free at 5, prayer at 6, and church at 630. Looking forward to a great time. Don't forget the auction Saturday. Everybody say auction. Don't forget the auction Saturday. Amen. Going to do a... Uh, gonna... Youth bake sale Sunday. The auction, what, 9 o'clock? Is that when it starts? 9 o'clock? 9 o'clock Saturday. Amen. God bless you. You are dismissed in Jesus' name.